You are now, 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 listening, listening to the Mostly Sober, Mostly Sober, Mostly Sober. We interrupt your regularly scheduled programming to inform you that for the remainder of this month, all October, there will be tales of scary things, spooky monsters, and horrific, horrific happenings. Things that may go bump in the night, things that'll give you a fright. We will see what comes in store when Josh Harvey is here and tells us all his scary little stories. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Ominous October. What's up, everybody, and thanks for tuning in to another episode of the Mostly Sober Podcast. I'm Travis O'Neill, and alongside me, as always, my good pal, great friend, awesome buddy, Zach. You hoss. Hello. And of course, the last week of Ominous October, Josh Harvey's here with us. What up? Man, I can't believe October's gone already. Yeah, it's, it's saddening. It's very sad. Almost in the rear view. Almost in the rear view. Got Halloween coming up this weekend. Almost in the RV, dog. Take the RV down to the island to see the boys. <laughs> Call me Robin Williams. Why? Oh, you ain't never seen RV? Yeah, I've seen RV. I don't get it either. <laughs> he was the dad in RV. What does that have to do with Island Boys? Because I just said take the RV down to Florida. Oh, okay. Uh, right. Y'all's lacking, boy. No cap shit. <laughs> Feel me? Man, you're on one today. I'm fucking exhausted. Go off, King. Go off. Go off, King. Let us know how you feel. Tired. <laughs> I'm a little tired. Oh. Oh. <laughs> he forgot his he forgot his beer. Opening that fresh case. Wow. Good old FC. Wow. <laughs> Damn. Damn. I got it from the Arabian lady at Jane D. What is she? Is she like Arabian or Romanian or something? Arabian. Arabian. <laughs> Arabian. Yeah. Every time you go in there, she's like, "What would you like?" Ta-ta. <laughs> <laughs> What would you like? Ooh, oh man, that's Middle Eastern, I think. Hapa sharpa sharpa. You've literally covered, I think, every race on the planet. Yeah, you're point. pretty much there. Yeah, you got them all. You've offended everyone. Yeah, good job. My goal. <laughs> Shit. The king of offense, Zaguas. Offense king. <laughs> okay. Okay. Fella, <laughs> you know, you know, it just be sometimes. <laughs> Zach got a 40. Defending everyone. <laughs> Fantasy hockey's going okay. No, it's not. I suck. <laughs> Kucherov's out for the rest of the year. Um, yeah. We got Halloween coming up here at the end of the week. Excited about that. That's going to be fun. Yeah. Have a good time. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You guys ready? Mm-hmm. I'm not. <laughs> Still. I'm not yet, but I will be. Everything's on schedule. That's good. Schedule. 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 How's everyone's week going, man? Anything got, anyone got any like ins- exciting stories to share with everybody? Just work. Man. Yeah, that's pretty much what happened to me, too. I, I watched uh, Bo Burnham's Inside today for like the sixth time, probably. It's so good. It's so good. So damn good. It won three Emmys. It, it deserved them all. Yeah. It deserved more than that, really. It's great. Yeah, man. If you haven't watched that yet, it's fucking awesome. He uh, 
wrote it, directed it, filmed it, edited it, the whole nine, all from his house during yeah. lockdown. Yeah. Yeah. We do have some breaking news today. Let's hear it. Tiger King 2? Hello. Oh, yeah. That's fucking cool. Tiger that's King cool. Sick. I am pretty stoked about it. Dude, it looked good. The, Zach sent us the uh, the trailer for it today, and um, it's coming out November 17th on Netflix. And uh, holy shit. Why do shit. I feel like I got something to do that day? November 17th? Oh, I'll be here. Is it Wednesday? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Damn, I knew I had something to do that day. Fucking podcast day. Harv's going to be like getting all the inside scoop on it all. Damn. We got to wait till afterwards to watch Tiger King. Uh, I'm about a month away from my vacation. Can't wait. Oh, oh yeah, that's right. You usually do take it right around Thanksgiving. Week after, if yeah. I get that 11-day turnaround. Man, that's beautiful, ain't it? Mm-hmm. Ain't nothing like taking off vacation during Thanksgiving. Harv don't know what that's about, though. Nah. Harv be working every holiday. Yeah, I mean, there's no... There's no stopping you. There's no, like, super long weekends or anything, though. No. <laughs> That's it. I gotta have a super long weekend this week if I want. Oh yeah, yeah. Just call call off. <laughs> you could. Yeah, you could. Mm-hmm. You're an island boy. I am the furthest thing from a fucking island boy. <laughs> Maybe you should be him for Halloween this year. No. Just put the dicks on your head. <laughs> I watched the new Theo Vaughn uh, stand up. Shut up. That's the one I'm going to see. All right. I don't want to know nothing. That's it. I watched it too. Was it funny? Or disappointing. I didn't love it. I didn't love it either. That's where I was getting at. I'm glad you agreed though, because I was, you know. It's probably still going to be great though. Still going. Fuck. Yeah, fuck yeah. I'm sure he's going to spice it up though here. It was and there. funny. Don't get yeah, me wrong. It, was it funny. wasn't bad. It wasn't bad. No, it wasn't terrible. It also was the last, like, the next thing I watched after watching Chappelle's, which... Oh, well. Yeah. But Chappelle's is obviously going to be king shit when it comes to like, exactly, stand-ups. Yeah. But, yeah, Chappelle's probably my number two, I'd say. Who's your number one again? Wrong white. Fucking tater salad. Oh, guys. yeah, wrong white. I should have known that. Almost every trip we go on that's long drives, Zach will end up throwing on some wrong white. Zach's just like, you know what, man? I'll probably listen to that wrong white one more time. I wish they put newer ones on there. Yeah. Like his latest Netflix special was like two years ago and it's still not on there. On Spotify. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Probably because he wants you to probably get more money from the fucking Netflix views. Yeah, but fucking Adam Sandler's Netflix special is on Spotify. Yeah. Well, Adam Sandler. Didn't Adam Sandler do music with his? Yeah. Like he, had, like, he had like songs and shit. Adam Sandler's was pretty good from what I remember. That's I, the, didn't, that's I the, didn't care for like a lot of it. Dude, how about that meme of him eating fucking pickles in the middle of the street out the door? <laughs> I know, that's I, I, funny. I love dude. it, that dude. That was pretty cool. If there's any celebrity that would, that I would, like, relate to in a way, it'd be Adam Sandler. Like, you, <laughs> I would totally be in the street eating a jar of pickles. No no doubt. I don't know about it. Oh, dude, that, yeah, that was awesome. It's just like, that guy's... And it's a million times better than his, like, triple X uh, basketball shorts he's normally caught wearing. Oh, my God. But he did have that fucking huge-ass bubble coat on when he was eating. Yeah, that <laughs> outfit was better than both grown-ups movies. <laughs> it, it really was <laughs> Dude the first Grown Ups wasn't that terrible They're both pretty bad yeah. They're both bad But the first one was like tolerable at least As a family Anything comedy. with Kevin James is not tolerable Dude's a fuckwad Kevin James ain't even that bad Kevin James is the worst dude He's I, I terrible have to agree with oh, man. On this one. I don't think he's, he's that bad He's the worst I don't think he's that bad 
He's only in Adam Sandler's movies because Chris Farley died. Oh, you, well, dude, can you imagine comedy now with Chris you Farley? You think he's a token fat guy. Huh? You think he's a token fat guy? Yeah, with no character. <laughs> Chris Farley had a character. Yes. Oh. Well, he's not a replacement. I'm not saying he's a replacement. He's I'm not even saying. in many, is he? Uh, I guess he is in a good bit now. Kevin yeah. James? I'm still only thinking like three with both Grown Ups movies. Chuck and Larry. Yeah. Fucking that Hubu Halloween or whatever. No, I, I never that. watched that. Um, most of the fucking uh, Happy Madison production movies he's in. I can't think of any. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, I know. Like the, the Netflix ones that like. What's, what's the, the one with the what? balloons? Oh, not Bloom, the balloons. Boy. Um, oh, yeah. What uh, What was the one with. Uh, oh, fuck. Where um, it was like a sp- spoof of like. Hateful Eight, where like Taylor Lautner was in it. It was like a Western style kind of like movie. Ridiculous Six. Never even. No, heard it's a, it's a Netflix even, movie. Yeah, I haven't heard of that His one. His bitch ass is in that too. Kevin James. It sounds fucking terrible. King of Queens isn't even funny. The only reason to watch King of Queens is for Jerry Stiller, and that's it. Jerry Stiller's great. And Leah Le- Remini's kind of nice. I was too. gonna say yeah. Patton Oswalt too is pretty good. Yeah, so his cousin, I, I do love Patton. So his co- I like cousin Danny too a little bit, dude. So like, really, you, you, you name like seventy five percent every of the character cast. but Kevin James, <laughs> <laughs> the main character. I heard you watch Mall, Mall Cop all the time though. I probably watched Mall Cop negative one time. <laughs> you deleted it. I watched. Oh man, I watched half of it, rewound it, and said, "Uh uh-uh. uh." You know what? You know a movie. Not, not that this is kind of like off off target a little bit but I like Jack Black a lot and I know you do but one movie that I had super high hopes for but sucked ass Your Highness oh yes I never watched that Be Kind Rewind I really I don't think I ever saw that one it's it's more it's not that funny it's kind of good in like a just unique or artsy way yeah but it's not funny it's not it's not not like it's not what I, I wanted from Jack Black yeah you know what's pleasantly like a pleasant movie. <laughs> Pleasantly a pleasant movie? What is it? Fucking the two pleasant Goosebumps Bill. movies <laughs> that Jack Black does, did. Pleasant Bill. <laughs> I mean, they're not like never great. Wa- never watched either one of them. Uh, I've heard they're good, I but I've never either. watched either one. I watched both of them, and Jack Black does. They're a fine. They're, they're fine. That's, that's it. But I mean, what's your favorite Jack Black movie? Dude, probably School of Rock, man. Okay. Joshua? I'm thinking really hard about this. Oh, I would like to see his filmography because I feel like there's something I'm missing. Drastic. I'm going to pick I Still Know What You Did Last Summer. Shallow How? Just kidding. Uh, yeah, Shallow How. Saving Silverman. Oh, man. Saving Silverman might be it. Tenacious D. <laughs> I've never seen your one. Year one is garbage. That's the one I was talking about. Not, uh, I, that uh, movie, that movie does suck, and I also don't like Nacho Nacho Libre. Yeah, I'm not a fan of that either. Um, but Year One actually has some hilarious scenes in it. It just doesn't work as a movie. Tropic Thunder. Oh yeah, that's it. No doubt. It's not even. It's not even debate. It's Tropic Thunder. You know what else is a pleasant movie? King Kong. It, another Jack Black movie. <laughs> the Big Year. 
It's just an enjoyable watch. It's about fucking bird watching, dude. Oh, really? Yeah. Huh. It's Steve. It's Steve Martin, and uh, somebody else. Dude, I don't know what it is, man. I I really like. School oh, Owen Wilson. School of Rock is great. I do really enjoy School of Rock. I'm probably gonna pick that one too. Every, I mean, you still. Oh shit! And fucking, um, High Fidelity is a good movie too. I don't know what this list is here. Let's go to IMDb. Are you Peter on Jackson's yeah, King Kong? Yeah. Hmm. Oh, Airborne. That's my favorite. The fuck is Tommy can't sleep? Y'all know about Airborne? Uh, uh-uh, I don't. I know Airbud. Yo, yo, look up Airborne. Tell me you don't. There's no way you guys don't know about the greatest inline skating movie of all time. I don't. From 1993. Yes, Jack Black as a child. <laughs> Dude, I've never... I remember that fucking cover, bro. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't. Yeah, Seth Green. Look at that. Look at them locks Seth Green got though. <laughs> Greatest don't don't come at me with fucking Brink, okay? Airborne is <laughs> is a line skating king in all of cinema. <laughs> Dude, I, I still catch myself singing the fucking school rock song though. Just randomly. Is it even available on streaming services? Because I might listen to it. It now. has to be. I don't know. I really don't. It's a long way to the top if you want to rock and roll. Yeah. That was a great movie. I loved it. And, like, we came of age when that was, like, always shown to us on, like, snow days and shit. Oh, yeah, dude. Like, it was, like, it was always in school. Or, like, the entire... I don't know how our school got away with this, but when our school was under construction and I had... Uh, it was, like, when you only had class for, like, a quarter of a year. Oh, yeah. I had gym during the winter time and they were doing construction we had no gymnasium so we sat in the classroom every single day and watch movies and we watch movies every day for a whole semester that's so fucking that's shitty rad. that's so shit <laughs> i would i love gym though yeah but I, yeah that's that's me too like i would have loved to have playing like, like fucking softball or some shit yeah fucking or dodgeball or basketball or anything yeah. gator ball instead of watching fucking Robocop. Glory for the 85th time. Early. <laughs> Put Glory on. Shut up, Todd. <laughs> we ain't watching that again. We used to have movie day. Remember when we had movie day? We had a vote as a school to what we were going to watch in the auditorium. Yeah, it was always fucking Grinch. No, it was Pirates of the Caribbean all the goddamn time. It, it, was, it was Pirates of the Caribbean a lot. All the time. Not a big fan. I liked it. I like Pirates of the Caribbean. Just like I like School of Rock. And I also like them as much as I love our partner, Manscaped. Those guys are fucking awesome. The new shampoo and conditioner just hit the fucking shelves. You guys got to check that shit out. I need to get us some to try out because we love the body wash, us three here. Uh, lathers up nice, smells great, smells just like the cologne. Get yourself some of that shit, the refined cologne. And on top of that, Lawnmower 4.0, man. You want your body to be fucking smooth and not cut yourself? That shit's... A1 electric razor, waterproof, with an LED light that lightens up the dark spaces that you are shaving. 
<laughs> and you can use coupon code mostly sober to save yourself 20% and get free shipping on top of it. Visit manscaped.com, grab some awesome shit, the underwear, the t-shirts, all the awesome male hygiene needs that you have will be taken care of on this website and you'll save some coin. Coupon code mostly sober, free shipping, and 20% off. This mostly sober beer chug is for you, Manscaped. Cheers. Let's not catch my arm on fire this week. Oh, yes. So we're wrapping up old ominous October this, this week. It's a sad day for us, for me. Harvest probably like, you know what? I can finally get back to enjoying my Wednesdays at home. Pickling peppers. <laughs> you know how I do. Yeah. I live a humble lifestyle when I'm not on the podcast. <laughs> Those peppers were were lit though. Thanks, man. Yeah. Look forward to. I got more. I gotta. Get, I get to give you guys some because I, I can't go through them all. And if you do, you'll be you'll be pissing out your ass fire for the next yeah, year. Dude. No, these are these ones are milder. Oh, okay. No, dude. I even gave you the mild one. You did. Yeah. You, the you, first ones I the made. The seeded ones, you said. They're just... Oh, dude. They were wrecking my body. <laughs> but you just kept going back, though. Oh, dude. I, I, I would just keep eating them, and then the whole next day I'd be ruined. <laughs> what happened? I, these fucking peppers are so oh, good. dude. They're ripping my asshole apart. No, I, I'm not, and not only that, just like my stomach all day would just be doing somersaults, dude. <laughs> oh, like, man. <laughs> that is no good, dude. You got all the milk in the world, though, to cool things down. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Just I mean, pop chocolate milk real Yeah, quick. just pop one in. Pop one. To, I need to get one of those recent soon. It's been a while. Haven't had one for a good while. Hmm. Moving, um, moving on, I guess. What the fuck are we going to talk about today? We got, um, we got to bring the scary. We got to bring the scary today. It's the last one. We need a home run out of here. All right, I got some, uh. Some mysteries, some his, the the some of the coolest mysteries disappearances that I know of in, in history. Nice, I'm intrigued. You probably have heard of a couple of them, I would think. Um, all right, Mary Celeste. I think green's the wrong color for this room. For this, I need like a. You already circled all the colors. I think like a purple's mysterious. Purple? What do you that think? Works. That works. It's mysterious. All right. The Mary Celeste. Okay. Uh, Mary Celeste is like the original ghost ship story. Okay. So December 5th, 1872, a British brig, the De Grata, 400 miles east of the... Azores, which is like kind of like the Atlantic's Hawaii almost. It's like these tiny islands way, way out in the ocean, like way off the western coast of, of Europe, off of uh, Iceland or Portugal. Greenland? Oh, oh. Porty, Porty, Porty guy. Porty guy. Porty guys. Um, they spotted a ship adrift among the sea. Captain David Morehouse. Uh, discovered the ungutted vessel was the Mary Celeste. 
It had left New York City eight days before him and should have already arrived at his destination in Genoa, Italy. It was going after that fucking good-ass ham, dog. The Genoa ham. <sighs> Shit's lit. Straight straight from the source. <laughs> He's going to get him straight there. Um, so, like, uh, Captain Morehouse, I was, like, reading about this earlier. He knew the captain of the Mary Celeste and actually ate dinner with him in New York before the, he left. So this ship took off eight days before them. Should have already been its destination. So they get close to it, realize that it's that ship. Go on board. Nobody's on. No trace of anyone. Everything's still there. Personal belongings, even tobacco, sailors' pipes, everything. No signs of a struggle. All their cargo is still there. One lifeboat's missing, and there's a broken rope from the rigging on the mainsail. And that's it. That's it. That's interesting. Ten crew members, actually seven crew members, the captain, his wife, and their two-year-old daughter. Oh, shit. Gone. Gone. They said there was like three feet of water in the bottom of the boat that had been taken on water. They said that's not like, that wasn't abnormal. Yeah. Even like good ships would take on water and and they said it was a really stormy season. Makes sense. Yeah, they said that wasn't bad. Totally sailable. Had no idea why, no reason why they would abandon ship. No clue. Yeah. Would everybody be able to fit on a lifeboat that you know? Oh, yeah. Okay. Wow. This is interesting. And nothing ever come about it. Like no one ever... They never found this guy or anything? No. They never found any trace of these people. Did they find the lifeboat? No. Holy shit. Um, Obviously, something had to be wrong. Well, how'd the boat get back? They towed it back. There were salvage rights. was a normal thing back then. So this was just out in the middle of the ocean they found this boat? Yeah. They just saw it on the horizon and, and signaled to it. Multiple times. No one didn't get a signal back. back. Yeah. Decided to go in, see if everything was okay. They got close. They realized the guy knew he knew the ship, knew who the captain was. Nobody there. No notes, no captain's struggle. Logs, everything's still there. What, what did the, the last captain's log say? Um oh, do you have, you have it? Yeah, I got it. Oh, shut the fuck up. <laughs> Harv coming with coming in clutch with the story. It, it, it wasn't anything important. I, actually, I don't have specifically what it said, but it was just basic everyday stuff. But the last log was recorded at 5 a.m. November 25th. They were discovered December 5th. Oh. Ten days later, after the last log was recorded. Huh. They still had all their cargo. 1,701 barrels of industrial alcohol. All was intact except for one barrel. One barrel seemed, it was empty. It was there, but it was empty. As if it had leaked. Oh, I thought maybe it got drunk. And- they said it would, um, that, was, that was disputed in the things I saw. I saw some people said it was one barrel. Some people said it was like seven barrels. But they said it was a different kind of wood that that barrel was made out of that was more porous. Uh-huh. So it was a, it was a high possibility that it just leaked. Um, 
Yeah, the uh, the other boat that found them towed it back in. Their salvage rights, they get basically the insurance. Uh, you know, they get a, a bounty for it, basically, from the insurance companies. Um, there was an investigation, but they did get rewarded money, but it was only like a tenth of what they would have normally got. There was suspicion that there was foul play, but there was really no evidence of it. No blood, no, 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 nothing, no, but nothing of a struggle, no, no sort of shit no. like that at all. That's fucking unbelievable. What was the name of this chip again? The Mary Solis. The Mary Solis. I'm surprised I never heard of this before. It's the biggest, like, like boat mystery. Boat mystery. Um, there's, like, a lot of conspiracies about it. Um, what are some of them? Uh, well, kind of years later, 1884, Arthur Conan Doyle wrote a short story about... Uh, he changed the name. It was the Marie Celeste, but it was uh, based on it. And it w- it basically claimed that uh, a former slave had killed everybody in, like, this re- big revenge thing. But it was totally fiction. Yeah. You might know that author, especially you. Why? Uh, Arthur Conan <laughs> Doyle wrote The Lost World. The old book. Not, not the, old, yeah. the old book. I just didn't know if you, you might know that. But um, he also wrote... Uh, Sherlock Holmes. Oh. Oh, that's pretty... Pretty, well, good author then, apparently. Um, but yeah, the, there was a bunch of different theories. Uh, some say that it, it's, argue, it's argued over how large the Bermuda Triangle is. It, that's not all the way up to New York. Well, they didn't. They were going south from New York. Oh, oh! I thought you meant like towards, straight across towards southern part of. You know, they're headed towards Italy. So the you know, southern it's part. Still, of I don't even think it's up that high. It's not normally, but there's some people claim. You there's know, a period more, of time. more shipwrecks at a larger distance. They'll claim it under Bermuda, Bermuda triangles. You know, which stand. is like a crazy. It's phenomenon. just argued over yeah. how large it is, but. Some people claim that. Some people claim water spouts, which is like a it's it's a phenomenon that I think it's actually I'm pretty sure it's real. But yeah. it's just these it's like a mini hurricane of just straight water spout that could literally pull people off ship ship decks and shit. Um The new theory is Please say sea monsters. No, it's nothing Damn. that exciting. But like a lot of people said things, aliens, a million different things. Of uh, course. A lot of people said that, that the, the captain that found them knew that knew the guy, knew where they were going, and knew that they and were going ki- And took it, went out there and killed them and took it in for the salvage money. The guy that he had dinner with? Yeah. Yeah, but I, I don't believe that either. Um, but the new theory is that the alcohol barrels, as they reached a hotter climate, especially in the more porous wood barrels, they began to evaporate. That mixing with the humidity in the air could cause a smoke because it's industrial alcohol. This isn't drinking alcohol. You yeah. Know? could cause a, uh, like, a f- like fumes that yeah. would be hard to, to breathe in. There was a broken rope, mast rope uh, that they found. I think maybe everyone got in a lifeboat to wait out the fumes. The fumes. 
They said all the hatches were open on the boat to wait out the fumes, and I, I don't, who knows, badly tied knot. Yeah. And then you watch the fucking boat drift away. Now you're lost at sea. In the middle of the Atlantic, yeah, in storm season. You're dead. Well, obviously. Was it 1876 or some shit? How many bodies do you think are at the bottom of the Atlantic Ocean? I mean, there are no bodies left, but... Well, you know what I mean. Yeah. How many people died there? Oh, my God. Hundreds of thousands. It's kind of scary, really. Millions. You think millions? Dude, all those people coming over during, like, migration and shit? Forever? Forever? Yeah, absolutely. Millions? Yeah. That's freaky, dude. That's, like... That's a terrible... Can you imagine being lost at sea, bro? No. I'm never going to the ocean. I'm not going to ever need to imagine that. That'd suck. I, I, that's like the scariest thing I could think of. Gotta be. There ain't no, there ain't no service in the middle of the Atlantic. <clears throat> Number two, I think being lost at space would be scarier than being lost at sea. Because if, if you're lost at space, you have a literal 0% chance of going home. But the, if you're but, lost at sea, you have some chance of the, oh shit, there's a boat. They see me. Some chance. But you have can you you have to factor in the comfort level. Yeah, you'll be definitely be more comfortable in space. A million times more comfortable. The yeah. horror of being lost at sea. You don't know Baking what's under in the you. sun all day. You know, predatory sharks, dude. Yeah. Ugh. Did you see that video? Of that guy that got bit by a crocodile swimming across the water. He was, like, in the water, and some dude's, like, hearing this guy. I, where the fuck did I see it at? It might have been on Instagram or something. I was just scrolling How about that through. motherfucker got swallowed by a whale? Well, not swallowed, but just, like, in Jonah. his mouth. No. I read about that motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. This dude's, like, just swimming his ass off, and this dude starts filming, and he runs over to the side of the fucking lake, and... He's swimming his ass off, and he's, like, screaming and shit. And all of a sudden, you see this fucking crocodile head. Dude, they move, bro. They are fucking... They uh, move. Uh, they move. Yeah, fuck that. But how often have you seen a comparison between a struggling human swimming and a crocodile chasing this dude? Like, I'm telling you, man, like, 30 mile an hour or some shit. Like, he was just closed in on him, snacks, like, bit his arm, bro, like, his shoulder... And then just, like, kind of stop whenever he realized he wasn't food. And he gets out, and his fucking shoulder's bloody and bleeding and shit. Dude, fuck that. Yep. That's, that's just a crocodile. I would never get in any water where there's even a fucking a chance. chance a chance crocodiles. crocodiles. Yeah. No, fuck that. Sea animals, dude. It, well, you know what can swim? Swamp animals are scarier than sea animals, and I'm terrified of sea animals. Yeah. You know what can swim faster than a crocodile? A whale. A hippo. A hippo can? Dog. Yeah. Hippos just clap everything in their vicinity. Dog. I heard that they were like vicious. They don't give vicious. a fuck. They don't look like it. Like they just look like they're humble elephants. Dang. That's always my answer if anyone asks me my favorite animal. Hippopotamus. A good thing no one asks. <laughs> dog. You don't have nieces and nephews. I get asked that on a regular basis. Why don't you just Uncle make Josh. some shit up? Uncle Josh, what's your favorite animal? Hippopotamus. Hip, hippopotamus? Hippopotamus? Sound like you want to 
watch it kill something. And they're like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Come over here, pull up the old YouTubes. Let me show Hippo you. Hippo kills everything. Fuck. Lost at sea, <clears throat> man. Yeah, that's that's some terrifying shit. All right, that was the fucking weakest of the bunch. I liked it, though. All right. It gives me high hopes for the next ones. As usual. Dyatlov Pass. Also known as Dead Mountain. Neither of you ever heard of this? Where's it at? Wait, let me, uh... Six hikers? Nine. Nine? Okay. Uh, there was a fire. Um, two of the hikers had their clothes off. Similar, yeah. Um, footprints, no signs of attack. Cliff notes over here. I, I oh, know, yeah, I know this. You're on this. I thought, I, I I thought, this. I thought you would know this. Shout out Sasquatch Chronicle. Okay, this is... Uh, <laughs> you be always plugging in boys. This is often referred to as the Dyatlov Pass incident. It's referred to as Dead Mountain. There's documentaries on it. There's movies on it. There's TV shows on it. There's a horror film based on it. Which one? It's called Devil's Pass. Oh. Probably some fucking... It's British or some shit. Oh, get the fuck out of here. Um, <laughs> Where's this located? Russia. Soviet oh. Russia. Yeah, they were they were students. They were students. Yeah, I know that. Mm-hmm. Yep. I know it. Look how proud. I know this one. <laughs> Thought you would. Okay. Uh, <laughs> January 1959, team of 10, eight women, two men, all very experienced hikers, skiers, set out on an expedition led by Igor Dyatlov. Dyatlov's Path. That's what it's called now. Um, Named after that guy. They're going to cross the Ural Mountains in... Uh, northeastern USSR. USSR. Uh, 14, when did this take place again? 59. January 59. Okay. 14 day expedition, 190 miles. 14 days, that's a loose estimate yeah. of how long it might take them. But 190 miles. That's a long Trekking, walk. skiing. It's a long hike. Yeah. Oh, you ski too and shit. Yeah. Cross country ski. Oh, yeah. fuck. Yeah. Mostly, mostly, you're mostly going up. Um, very serious, fucking training regimens and yeah. all that other shit. Probably got to go into play. Um, a few days into the expedition, Yuri Yudin gets sick. Decides he has to turn back. Final nine continuous plan. They tell him they're going to send him a telegram when they get there. They're hoping for February first, I think. No, February. Whatever it is here. Apparently, you did not. I don't know. February, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. A February they're gonna, day. They're going to send him a goddamn telegram when they, when they get there. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, they continue on. Uh, journal entries, photos show non, uh, no unforeseen complications. February 1st, they reach the foot of the mountain uh, that the indigenous population in the area call Dead Mountain. What's the indigenous people call it over there? Uh, I got it right here. The Mansi. Yes. <clears throat> These people live on this mountain? Yeah. On the mountain in the region. Yeah. Hmm. Um, 
They spend the day hiking up the mountain and set up camp roughly 100 meters from the peak. That's the last we know of them. What? But a few weeks later, people get concerned, send out search teams. February 26th, this is three weeks roughly after. They're supposed to send us telegram. Well, uh, yeah, about about two weeks after they're supposed to be, have been there, sent out word. Yeah. Uh, first people on the scene know something's terribly wrong. They find the, the tent in shambles under a thin layer of snow. Their belongings and equipment still inside the tent orderly, but the tent itself had been cut open with a knife from the inside. Nine sets of footprints led away from the tent down the slope towards the woods. Under a large tree, follow, the, the footprints come to a point where they're too covered with snow, can't find them. They continue looking near the edge of the woods under a tree. They find the remains of a makeshift fire and the bodies of two hikers. Uh, first two hikers were severely undressed. No hats, boots, jackets, or pants. This was about 15 below zero temperature. Holy shit. Uh, the tree above them was damaged. Branches broke up to five meters high. Skin and clothing found on the branches. As if they climbed it, whether they climbed it to get away from something, to hide from something, to look out, to try to get back to the tent. Uh, My initial thought was something happened. They ran to the trees. These two guys died, and the rest of the hikers took their clothes, but that was clearly not the case. Well, we don't know that. That that could be, that absolutely could be the case. Okay. Um, it took them couple more weeks they find three more of the nine hikers between the tent and the tree that they found the other two hikers as if they were they were all facing back at the tent when they were found um, as if they were trying to get back to it uh, they were also in various states of undress uh, they were better dressed than the first ones but still lacking things like uh jackets and gloves. Um, even boots, yeah. Uh, they had varying minor injuries, but all died of hypothermia. Huh. Uh, four of those first five were intoxicated. The last four, this took up to two months to find all of them, the last four bodies were found at the bottom of a small hill under three meters of snow, 75 meters past the tree, opposite of the uh, tent. Three had lethal injuries. One had a fractured skull. The other two had multiple broken ribs and massive internal bleeding. Two of them were missing eyes, and one of them was missing a tongue. The final one had deformed nose and a broken neck, but didn't die from the injuries, died from hypothermia. Oh, fuck. Yeah. Uh, this is the fucking weirdest part. Three of the articles of clothing were abnormally radioactive. 
Whoa. After the uh, the investigation, the lead investigator uh, in the final report left a cryptic and chilling conclusion, stating, "Quote: The cause of death was an unknown compelling force which the hikers were unable to overcome." That's what the cause of death was. The cause of death was hypothermia uh, yeah. and er, and those injuries. They didn't rule it a homicide or anything or no foul play, but they didn't really know what to make of it. Dude, why would the fucking clothing be radioactive, bro? That's fucking nuts. Did you hear one of the... Uh, His re- eyes were out, bro? One of the reasons they believe the eyes were out mm-hmm. is because under the snow, there was a creek, and they were face down. Correct. They think that the, the water constantly moving and the you know organisms in the water ate the eyes. Yes. This just has fucking Yeti written all over it for me. That's what a lot of people think. Radioactive, though? You don't know. I mean, yeah. That's a big question mark. I'm. I, Wasn't there some kind of plant or something uh, somewhere near there that happened? Why they? I remember hearing an explanation for the radioactive like shit. A, like a chemical plant of some sort? Well... A lot gets made of the radioactive clothing. A lot gets made of the tongue missing and the eyeballs missing. But Zach's right. Most likely, tongue and eyeballs is just... Just the microorganisms. Microorganisms, even bigger predators, who, yeah. who knows. Um, also, just decay. It did take them two months to find them. Yeah, it makes sense. I mean, but you're in the cold, though. It's in the cold, but they were literally in an, in an underground creek almost. So hmm. there is living organisms, at least in that. What 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 makes of like the the missing clothing though? Like why why didn't they get dressed? The motherfuckers were scared. Their their clo- the clothing wasn't missing. Oh, it was still back in a tent. Most of it was. That's what I said. Their equipment and gear. Most of it was still in the tent, sitting orderly. Oh man! Like they abandoned it in a hurry. Um. Branches broken five meters tall. That's what's five meters tall, motherfucker. Dude, the yeti, bro. But the skin was up there too, so they were yeah. up there. Yeah, they were definitely up there, or they're thrown up there. Um, broken ribs. Hey, toss you in the fucking tree. Yeah, yeah, fuck. But they weren't like eating or anything. Like they were beat to shit. Yeah, definitely beat the shit. Remember getting ground? Can you imagine getting ground pounded by a fucking yeti? Only the ones at the bottom of the ravine were beat to shit. The ones by the fire weren't beat to shit. The ones on the hill weren't beat to shit. Because he chased the other ones, and the other ones ran away and were hiding and were just too cold. Well, that's potentially true. And then you also have the indigenous people that could have killed them. Mm. A lot of people say UFOs. I was thinking maybe some alien activity. A lot of people say, um, <laughs> it was a KGB hit. What the fuck's that mean? Oh my god. The government, Russian government. Oh. Don't be hiking out here. Pop, pop, pop. A lot of people say. They didn't shoot him, though. There's no. Gold. I know, I'll just make an. Oh, pop, 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 someone. <laughs> a lot of people say that it was an accident, but it was. A, maybe a military test. I mean, it was a really pretty barren area of mountains. Okay. 
they say that there was a, a device they were using at the time where she was these like concussive explosives that they would blow up in the air, but it would such a concussive blast that it would affect people on the ground. And they said that those internal bleeding and broken ribs could be caused, actually could be caused by that. The loud sound. Hmm. Um some say avalanche. Uh, They'd be able to tell if an avalanche happened. Well, I mean, they said what uh, the, the the tent was just lightly from light, the inside, lightly. Well, yeah, but lightly snow covered. Yeah, because I get it probably snowed in those two months. Yeah, we're, we're for sure. Um, but then those other guys were what three meters deep? You said three meters deep in the snow. By the time they found them, yeah. Okay, yeah. well, yeah. That and that was two months after they found the first. But they two. got there within a couple of weeks, and no one else is covered with snow. Yeah. Well, not too much. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I the mean, people, the three guys headed up back up were covered with snow because they were away from the trees. The covering. Uh, man, that's just nuts. Um, dude, it's Yeti. <laughs> I call Yeti. Some people say Yeti. Some people say they ate mushrooms and tripped the fuck out and went out in the cold and ended up getting in trouble. Yeah, but they'd probably be able to tell during the autopsy. They're going to cut open their stomach. That's true. I don't know how that would... Co- yeah, that's... I mean, but I, I think shrooms are probably not something that's going to show up on a drug test. No. Yeah, but that's a be natural in their stomach. occurring. Maybe. I don't know. Like, they wouldn't have had time to digest them. No, that's probably to, true. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good thought. Um, there's a couple theories that are prevalent now um that's a bad place to trip there's a type of there's a type of avalanche called a slab avalanche this makes sense to me this is probably what i actually think happened um there's a type of avalanche called a slab avalanche and the way you know this is uh 1959 they way they were building their tent is they were basically building a deck and like so they cut into the surf like the they dug down into the snow and made like a flat area on okay. the on the steep hillside. So now they have this big wall of snow on this one side of their tent. Um so they have this this deck there, they build their their tent on top of this decking. Now, what happens is you get heavy snow on top of light packed snow and then at some at some sudden point it gives and it all slides down. Slides down and especially after they dug that down, that could do that. That could do enough. I mean, you're on a big slope like that. That could be a thousand pounds worth of snow in, right. an, in an instant. They get stuck in the tent. Yeah, cut or, it open or wash your tent mm. straight down the hill. Could be. Yeah, but the, wouldn't the tent have been destroyed completely if that would have happened? It was pretty destroyed. A lot of people think now that their original place that they think where the tent was was actually further up, like. 20 meters lower, further up the hill than where they think it was. Um, Another thing is uh, something called catabatic wind, which is this insane weather pattern that can happen, especially in places like barren Siberia and things like that. And it's these insane levels of wind. That can cause cause things like avalanches and slab avalanches, and maybe it was a tandem of both of them. And I think that probably is one most of the more, logical. You know, this thing wrecks your 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 tent. You think you're a hiker. You're experienced. You know av- avalanches. You're on a mountain. You're freaking out. You're going. This is an 
not a slab avalanche, just like a wash. This is a avalanche. You cut your ass out of that tent, dressed or not, you're running for the trees. Right. And then you're out in 15 below weather. In bare in, the, feet. in pitch black with no gear. So then you freeze to death. Then you try to go back yeah. to it. Yes. I see. I, I, how do you explain all the injuries? Well, um. Good thought. He's beating his no, chest right No, now. the other thing is that the four that were found together, four with the with the big that were all together with the big injuries, they are believed to have survived longer than the other ones. Dug a snow bunker for shelter, and then had that collapse on them, or dug so far down that they hit that that, that un- creek. underwater creek, and it collapsed in on them. And that's what and all that snow fall. I mean, you're talking thousands potentially of thousands of pounds of snow that could easily cause fractured skulls or indigenous in people, or indigenous people, or oh, a yeti. But this is the coolest one. Um, I should have just lost it. The coolest theory: Carmen Vortex Street. It's a weather phenomenon that happens. Especially in like mountainous places where these these strange angles and high winds, um, it causes these chain mini like tornadoes, vortexes that um, in fifteen below zero weather. Yes, in fifteen below zero, this 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 super high wind, Carmen Vortex Street causes warped winds, causing causing mini vortexes with deafening noise that can cause something called infrasound, which can cause sleep loss, extreme dread, and shortness of breath. Whoa. That this could have been some mass panic brought on by some strange weather pattern. Especially four of them are intoxicated. Yeah, if you're tripping balls at the top of the fucking mountain and some crazy sounds start happening. What the fuck? I mean, that, like, physically, like, fucks with your body. Yeah. Like, yeah. Dude, fuck that. Fuck all that. I'm still thinking Yeti. I, I really am. <laughs> Zach's, Zach's 100% sold on Yeti boy. He's a... You've been... You've been he, he's called Yeti before it even started. You should check out that, that horror film, though. See what that's about. I'm interested. What's it called again? I think it was called Devil's Past. Devil's Past. That's it. That's interesting, man. That's an interesting story for sure. Let's see when Devil's Past came out. Devil's Past was released in 2013. I've seen that uh, movie poster before. Is this shit on there? Look at that. It's the indigenous people. It is the indigenous people. That's clearly what these people thought who wrote this movie what happened. Huh. Oof. Search the the Dyatlov path. I, I, what, is, what is it? D-Y-A-T-L-O-V. Not movie. I know. I'm going to get rid of that. Images. Oh, here's the tent. Yep. 
Um, one of the UFO theories, they said that there was, of all things, orange, orange, uh, orange orbs in the sky spotted uh, by other people in the region. No shit. That takes us back to our first week. Yeah. When we talked about that shit. Dude, that's fucking cool as hell. That's a good story, Harv. I like that one. Thanks, man. Yeah, that was a good one. And I never even heard of this before, so this is the first time I've They probably told. couldn't see where they were going. Oh, they couldn't see shit. No. No chance. I mean, the tree. look how far the tree line is away from... Over my head? <laughs> you know what they could have used to help them see where they were going? <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. Fucking serving it up to you. Serving it, dude. You put it on a silver platter. Here's a perfect sauce pass. Missing that. <laughs> hit the post with the shot. Serving no, you didn't it up even to hit the, the post. You completely <laughs> fanned. Just fanned on it. Oh, man. These guys could have totally been using Gamer Advantage blue light blocking glasses to help them see where the fuck they were going in the middle of the night on the Devil's Pass. <laughs> nope. Oh, man. You can get these beautiful blue light blocking glasses which are extremely comfortable behind headphones and just on your face all day. They're lightweight, super flexible, and they block the highest level of blue light available in the market right now. They're FDA approved, and they increase your melatonin levels to help, help you fall asleep faster and stay asleep longer after long periods of staring at screens and cell phones, which can potentially hurt your eyes and give you headaches. You can get these in prescription and non-prescription and save 10% by using coupon code Mostly Sober at checkout. These are fantastic gifts for your gamer friends. Christmas is coming. Start your list. It's a good place to start. This Most Sober Beer Chug is for you. Gamer Advantage. Cheers. Yeah, baby. Yeah, this is interesting, man. That was a good one. I just listened to a podcast about that about maybe two months ago. That's why it was so fresh for me. Oh, really? Mm -hmm. I've seen that come up in looking at alien stuff. I've seen that come up looking at Yeti shit. Bigfoot shit or mm -hmm. Yeti shit or... You know, just there, there's so many different. I just things. wish they would have had like unidentifiable like big footprints. That well, would have made it so much better for me. Yeah, that was the other thing. They had, they did have the footprints and everything. Um, that's probably another why. thing. Another thing that the UFO community tries to claim is the last picture that they had, the very last picture they had, was of like some light source, but it, you couldn't tell what it was it could have been the moon a candle it could have been the moon it could have been a campfire it could have been the stove like it could have been anything it was so blurry and ambiguous yeah it's 1959 yeah motherfuckers Did ain't being caught in 4k and fucking no 59 they're caught in like 7p <laughs> we watched the game on 7p the other day 7p <laughs> <laughs> dude I, I think the big giveaway, the the big thing that like tells me that dead giveaway, dead giveaway, 
It was pro- honestly probably something with the weather, but yeah. I'm sticking yeah. to Yeti because that's what I like to hear. Yeah, of course. We all want it to be a Yeti. Kind of. But, like, no footprints is one thing. And they followed footprints to the hillside or the tree, the tree line yep. whenever they first came up there. And there was no Yeti footprints. But, yeah, they do. You actually hit on something right away. Because they did say they think maybe the three that went back up the hill or the four that went down ended up crushed. But either one of them, they're both of those groups were more clothed than the two by the fire and they think those two died they divided up their clothes and then either decided to go separate ways or whatever yeah yeah i mean that that's what makes sense to me right like that's what i would do your homie's dead what the fuck does he need those clothes for yeah they basically said they thought the three that went up diatlov was one of them they thought the three that went up were probably the ones that were the least injured the ones in the best shape the ones that thought they could make it back to the tent for the get their shit for the gear, and the other ones were probably already injured in some way or something. Mm-hmm. And they sent them to get further into the wood for safety as they went up for gear. We'll meet you. Obviously, none of them had any fucking chance. Fifteen below, and like there was a dude that said that retraced their steps just like a few years ago, like went there at the same time of year, everything just to try to go through Do the it. same elements. And he was like, "It takes me." like five minutes to get one boot on in this in these conditions in this confinement in these in all this gear that's how long it takes me like there's no way in a hurry or if something had happened whether whether it was an avalanche or whether some people were speculating that they had us they had a small stove they cooked on some people were speculating that it had caught fire momentarily in their tent and they panicked and got out of it without getting dressed that'd be a shitty way to die yeah man why are you making oatmeal at this time of day but i was kind of like how wouldn't the tent be more burnt that the investigators didn't see right like you didn't just especially if you're in that big of a hurry to get the fuck out of the tent yeah that that that, 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 that just didn't sound good enough to me yeah no it's it's definitely the avalanche one makes sense because I, i could see the panic yeah. Of a tiny little slab avalanche and dark. then the panic of thinking it was, yeah, in the dark and thinking it was a major avalanche and then running for the woods to, for cover. That makes the most like, sense. Or too. some total, like huge hominoids outside of or yeah. the tent, you know? Yeah. A giant hair covered beast, bipedal beast. Just wreck their shit. <laughs> <laughs> that's what he wants to hear. Look at him. He's like, that's it. That's the, <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, the, yeah. That's the answer. That's what it was. I, I could totally see that happen. <laughs> you know what I mean? No footprints. He covered him up because he's smart. He's a smart yeah. Matter yeah. of fact, I listened to some Bigfoot stories this morning. Doesn't surprise me. I hate to two at once, but though. Yeah. You go that way still? Oh, man. You got to go all the way up 51 down 70 or what? Yeah. That's what I'm doing now. That's still the beginning of the year. I know. It's past. I do. I like that story a lot, though. That was a good one. All right, boys. I think I saved the best for last year. You think? Mm-hmm. You always do. You got this shit. All right, dog. The disappearance of Michael Rockefeller. The Rockefeller from New York? The Rockefeller as of the Rockefellers Century. as of 
John D. Rockefeller, the first billionaire of all times, great-grandson. Standard Oil, biggest company ever. This dude was a member of the richest family of all time at the time, okay? His dad was Nelson Rockefeller, governor of New York, eventual vice president of the United States. Dude's a powerful man. Yeah, this kid got his life set up. Okay. Michael Rockefeller, uh, just living the fucking high life, rich family, don't, doesn't have to do anything. He's okay? an island boy. Goes to Harvard, studies history, political science. Of course, he's gonna, probably going to be a fucking major politician or some shit. Um, his dad opens up a primitive art museum or some shit, and he becomes like really into like primitive and primitive as in like ancient art and also primitive as in like third world native tribe art. Um, a friend of his from school is doing a film on Papua New Guinea. Oh, okay. <laughs> Talking about some dinos. I see. <laughs> Zach stoked. <laughs> <laughs> so that, that place honestly fascinates me so much. Yeah. So he says, PNG. He says to him, I know you're interested in these tribes. Like, we need crew members. Ask them to be a sound engineer on his film that he's filming on indigenous tribes of, of Pop, which at the time not called Papua New Guinea, but called Dutch New Guinea. Um, so this film, a real film, you can see it. It's called Dead Birds. Came out in 1961, and Michael Rockefeller is a sound engineer on the film. I don't think he hit the mark on that name. Dead Birds? Yeah. He probably could have did a little bit better. I have no idea what that Yeah, meant. I have no idea. What that, yeah, I thought that when I heard that. I was like, um, what the fuck is this? This is a documentary. Um, <laughs> but as he's there, he just, like, he loves it. Like, he, he he's into the art and everything, and he's not allowed to take any with him, but he's allowed to take pictures of it. And he's just like fascinated with the lifestyle these people there and like enjoys it even though this dude has everything in the greatest you know most advanced country in the world at the time you know and uh, he has to leave um, but right away as soon as he gets back he starts planning a trip back so a little bit about these people that he that he lo- like loves to be around the asthmat people so they like interacted with these folks. Oh yeah, yeah. You look up, look up Michael Rockefeller. Like you'll see a million pictures of him with these indigenous people and shit. Um, you don't have to yell it into the computer. Yeah, I know. I don't know why that was all caps, bro. Man, what a fucking nerd. He's rich as shit, dude. That's Almost cool. looks like logic a little bit. <laughs> you think everyone with glasses looks like? <laughs> I've never said that once. I don't think he looks like logic at all, but. Yeah, so he, uh, so a little bit about these Asmat people. Um, these were people untouched until about this time by the first world. They don't understand. Oh, I thought you meant sexually. Maybe. (laughs) But, um,. (laughs) They, yeah, they don't understand the first world at all. They didn't know the rest of the world existed outside of this island until very recently. 
So they, this is their belief system. All life exists on their island. Everything that comes from the outside is coming from some spirit world. This is what they're, they're believing at this time. Anybody that comes in is coming from some strange spirit world. Um, they're polygamists. They, they share their wives. Oh. The Mormons would approve. Uh, <laughs> they're master woodworkers. They're great artists. They're also headhunters and cannibals. Beautiful. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, their culture is primitive. They uh, are eye for an eye. They believe in a spiritual balance. If a neighboring tribe kills one of them, they kill one of theirs. If they kill five of theirs, they do the same. Everything's all about balance and eye for an eye. Um, they sound like they believe in the force. They might. They're Jedi's. <laughs> Sounds more like Sith to me. Yeah, it's, that's probably more accurate. So, Michael goes home, returns months later. Uh, what did he go by himself? No, 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 no. home. No, no. He he plans a trip. He has he has anthropologists with with him. They're going on like a mission to, with plans to study these people and everything. So when he went back, the film was done. Yeah. Yes. Okay. So he he goes back, plans another trip, gets another crew of people together to go with him back. Correct. To dig into it some more for his own sake. Because he wants to go, but he's also just getting like-minded people that need to go here to do whatever work. And yeah. Okay. Exactly. Um. So no, November nineteenth, nineteen sixty-one. This is literally the same year this movie's coming out. Didn't spend much time at home. Boat capsizes. On his the, way there. Off the edge of the island. Yeah. I couldn't understand. I, I, I saw it a couple different ways. I couldn't understand if this was just a, you know, some kind of major body of water. If this was a major, it couldn't have been a major river. It's, he's so far off the, it's a 12, he's 12 miles from, from the coast. Okay. Where this small boat they're on capsizes. Um, He decides he's a good swimmer. He's an athletic dude. He's like, listen, we, you know, they're they're sitting on the pop of the boat. Um, he's like, I'm gonna swim to shore. It's Twelve miles. He ties two empty gas cans to him as buoys and begins to swim to shore. No one ever sees Michael Rockefeller again. What? Where the other people? Go? Three. Oh, roughly 12 hours later, they're rescued by a passing boat that happens to see them. No one ever sees Michael again. Did they go look for him? A massive manhunt ensues. Of course. The Rockefellers basically hire an army to go there. Because they have the money to do it. Um, There's a $250,000 reward. Wow. In 61, it's dough. After two weeks of... Combing the jungle. Now this is Papua New Guinea. He, dude, you ain't gonna find nobody. You know. He also swam. Well, over. how long? Like, it might have took him like twelve hours to swim that. They, they, they. The first thing they did was take that line to the shore, looking for him. 
Of course. And he got the buoys on. Did they ever find those? No. Jesus. Never found those. Never found him. Nothing. Um, after two weeks of combing the jungle, Michael was pronounced dead by drowning. Now. Yeah. Mm-mm. I don't agree with that. No, First com- of all, they would have found the buoys. Now it comes out 50 years later. 2001? The, the Dutch government has a secret file on the disappearance of Michael Rockefeller. Um, there was a lot of politics that went into this. The Dutch were having problems controlling the native population. And sometimes little conflicts would break out in between them and stuff like that. So they were trying to keep, you know, they were not trying to keep out of national or international affairs and things like that. They didn't want this Michael Rockefeller thing getting big. But part of these documents that came out, in their knowledge, they knew that the Rockefellers hired an investigator that went there and traded a boat engine to a tribe member for three human skulls, one of which that tribe member said was Michael Rockefeller. How? How would you tell? You couldn't tell. But, and there's no teeth in it? And there's no proof that this ever happened. None. But there is apparently evidence that the Rockefellers did pay this investigator $250,000. Which is the reward. For finding it. For finding it. Now that's all kind of speculative. Um, but one of the things that, that happened with the Dutch when they were trying to con- control these native populations is they sent soldiers in there to try to stop the like inner tribe wars and shit from going on. And <laughs> there was some some language barrier problem and this one tribe there thought that they were there for a fight basically and these Dutch soldiers ended up killing five of these tribe members so investigators now believe after multiple trips to the islands talking to Dutch missionaries that have lived on the island for years, talking through translators to tribesmen, that this is what happened to Michael Rockefeller. He made the swim 12 miles to shore. Which is insane. Three tribesmen found Michael alive, believing him to be a spirit from off the island the same kind of spirit that came there and killed five of their tribe's members years earlier. They decided to kill Michael. They stabbed him to death with a spear, brought him back to his village, broke open his skull, ate his brain, stripped off his flesh before cooking it and eating it, used his bones for spearheads, and daggers 
uses blood for a traditional offering dance. They thought that the, that the search parties that came after him was an invasion from the spirit world for what they'd done to him. Also, the search parties brought a cholera epidemic, so they thought that was more signs that the spirit world was angry for killing Michael. But none of them will ever admit this to authorities to this day. But everyone that lives there say it's like common knowledge. They fucking killed him and ate him. Dude, that shit. That's fucking shitty. How fucking terrifying. Yeah, that's awful. <laughs> no shit. Dude. I mean, don't go poking your fucking head where it doesn't belong. Yeah, like in Papua New Guinea. That's the last place you'd be poking your head. They're in the fucking Bermuda Triangle. I'd love to go there, but I would never go there. That dude. Not a chance. If I had the opportunity to go and look for Manny or fucking the Iguanodon, like, you know, you know, I'm going to pass on this one. Yeah. Just show me the documentary when it's done. Yeah. Can I fly a drone from like a few miles out? Shit, I'll get fucking bone arrow shot the at The equivalent it. Of, of Jeff Bezos' son going and getting killed and eaten by a tribe. Yeah. Dude, that's fucking terrifying. His dad well, was, his dad was the vice face. president 10 years later. Is there documentaries on this anywhere? I don't know that there's a documentary. I, there's I'd several, love to there, watch There one. is books. Dude, I would love to watch one, too. But. There's a but. Is there more? He's still alive. <laughs> he is now the king of Papua New Guinea. <laughs> Look PNGK. this up, Trav. In 2008, a, docu a, a documentarian, Frazier Heston, found a picture what well, found tons of was looking was doing a documentary found tons of b-roll footage in um british in a british warehouse of papua new guinea in 1969 um search uh yeah the fraser fraser yeah and michael rockefeller So he found all this B-roll footage in 1969. And in the footage, there's a white man. The top left corner. Top left. There is clearly a white man. With a tribe. With a tribe. Doing some ceremonial dance with face paint on this is eight years after michael went missing yo take a take a look at this side-by-side -side photo here the man still got his beard going right i mean that these two the, that's him bro just wanted to fucking said fuck all this money i want to live with, with these motherfuckers dude he may have he might have He's butt-ass naked. Yeah. I love how you're censoring his penis. <laughs> yeah. You put the mouse <laughs> over it. There's <laughs> a PG podcast, man. PNG podcast. PNG podcast. So, 
long story short, this well, dude... Well, why not after they saw this, didn't anyone go look again? He would still be alive. Because if that was my kid... They saw said, this... It, that, that footage was taken in 1968. No one saw any significance. They didn't find that until 2008. Oh, I thought you meant they found it in 68. No. They Go filmed back. it in 68. Go back. Like, he wouldn't be dead. No. It's he'd a, be an old man, but be, well, he might he'd be, be pretty fucking old, dog. Yeah, because, I mean, he's what? In his 20s here, maybe? He's probably about 30. In 61? He might be dead. Especially out here. Yeah, he'd be like he'd have been 75 in 08 and living in those conditions. Yeah. Well, I'd take that picture and, you know, point at him. Where he'd be at. Where's this one? Dude, that, that might be him. Dude, dude, I'm telling you, like, that was my initial thought. Whenever you said that he went missing, I thought that he was just, like, living with these dudes. But Maybe. But people thought he was eating. Maybe. I don't know, man. I mean... What if he says, yeah, just tell my dad and everybody you ate me. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, right. Dude, that's nuts, man. I mean, either way, I mean, okay, it would be cool if he swam the shore, got there, they thought he was from the spirit realm, which obviously is, you know, normal for them. And I don't, personally, if I was in the situation as the tribes people there, I would be very hesitant to kill somebody who I thought was from the spirit realm because of bad juju, right? Like, that wouldn't be something I would want to do. Like, this is going to fuck us up if we kill this guy. So let's take him in. And then he's probably playing the spirit role card, like, I'm here to protect you guys a little bit. If he's Yeah, smart. but the first sign of a fucking dinosaur, he's just going to be shitting his pants too. Nah, man, he got to these guys. Look at them. <laughs> They're fine. They've been dealing with that shit for years. Yeah, you're right. I hope that's true. That's the fucking coolest shit ever, dude. <laughs> I know. What, I, that he was eating? No, not no, eating. If he was, if he was just like, fuck it. I, I'm, I could be the richest man in the world, or potentially. Or I'm just going to go dr- join this third world tribe. That's like what he did. Fourth world. <laughs> yeah. Maybe eat some motherfuckers. I'm still censoring his penis. <laughs> Dude. That's nuts, man. Michael Rockefeller. Damn. There, you're right, though, Zach. This needs to be some sort of... silver screen shit. Like... That sounds like a kick-ass movie, dog. It sounds like a badass movie. Especially if him being a member of the tribe ends up being true. Like, that's dope. Everyone's like, oh, he's dead. And then at the end, it's like, he's not dead. He's in the tribe. He's running shit with the PNG boys. Tossed away all that cash. Dude, first off. What an idiot. First off, there's cannibals. Oh, Oh, yeah. Right. And he, dude, he swam 12 miles to those cannibals, bro. Can you imagine trying to swim 12 Damn, miles? Damn, what did they work? Right through fucking, like, crocodile-infested waters and everything. You make it. And then you get killed and eaten by some people? 
at least like honestly the whole time i'm like reading it because i know it's already like going to end up in like cannibalism yeah i'm like please don't fucking like they don't eat him no like please don't like make this dude suffer please don't like strip strip pieces off of him while he's like alive or some shit or cook him alive or anything yeah i was so glad they just speared him to death on the, on the beach <laughs> so they were there like waiting for him no, it, according to the thing I read, they, they came across him. They actually thought it was like a, a crocodile or some shit at first. And they realized it was... A human. A spirit. A spirit, yeah. And they decided to get some vengeance. But why? Because the they Dutch five of people... Guys. The Dutch soldiers killed five of their tribesmen. Oh, eye for an eye shit. Yeah. All came full circle, dude. That's ass. That's ass for Mike. The balance. I mean, at least he needed. Yeah, they get, like, still would have needed four more. Maybe they got him. Who knows how many people they 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 ganked? <laughs> ganked. <laughs> fucking clutch word. Oh man. He looks like the teacher from the songs of my life videos. <laughs> You. you. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Well, that brings us to our last most sober beer jug for ominous October, and that's for our good old homies over at Canadips.com. Harv is now invested in the Canadips movement. Yes, and, sir. And he's a, he's a fan of the mint so far. The natural mint. Natural mint tastes like a stick of gummy. It is. Great. It's good stuff. You can go to canadips.com. They got a plethora of different flavors to choose from. We're in a competition right now and currently holding first place over all of Canadips partners that are on the same level as us, apparently. But we are first place. So go get yourself a few cans of Canadips. Mellow yourself out during your work day or whatever else you want to do cutting grass, chopping wood, painting. Whatever it is, put a big old lip boomer in for Canadips. Save 15% by using coupon code mostly sober. My personal favorite flavor is a tangy citrus. This most sober beer chug is for you, Canadips. Cheers. Man, I I usually I look forward to ominous October every year, and this year is always each year just tends to get better. We get better at it. Harvard it brings better stories every year. It's amazing. And thumbs up for the Harv. Thanks, dog. Yeah, man, dude. It's a, it's it's such a cool thing. I mean, dude, and on top of it, folks, I know it's late in the episode, um, but go over to shopmostlysober.com. Uh, you're running out of time to get yourself the first ever line of ominous October gear for the most sober podcast. Who knows? One one day it might be worth something on eBay, <laughs> maybe, or you know, it could be it could become a dish towel. Who knows? Um, but <laughs> but you should go there and purchase some some awesome stuff. 
Uh, we got hoodies, t-shirts, and uh, beanies available for Ominous October. And they're pretty awesome. I like them. The designs are cool. Shout out to our folks that are uh, designing the shirts for us. We appreciate it. What we got coming down the pipeline, man? We got uh, Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving Eve. All of November. We got Halloween, obviously, this weekend. We'll probably yeah. talk about that next week. Busy as fuck. Busy I as fuck. I got shit to do every weekend until December. Yeah. It's going to be tight. Yeah, it will be. It's going to be tight. I don't have everything. I don't have something every weekend, I don't think. No. Not a lot. Mm. I'm, okay. I'm okay with it, personally. Uh, you know, I like to relax. Uh, I'm not looking forward to this cold, though. Yeah, the cold's yeah, coming it was in. Beautiful today. It I was loved it. It was. I, I liked it too. Harv's like losing his mind. He's like, who, loved it, who, bro. It, it pissed rain all day. <laughs> like, what are you talking about? It was like a mist in the air all day. Spooky. Yeah, it, it was spooky. It was nice. It was also sh- it was also unbearable to be in it. Like, <laughs> what do you mean? I was in it for the rest of the day. Yeah, long sleeve tea, rolling. <laughs> long sleeve tea, rolling. Harv's like, terrible. this is who am I friends with? Or Harv's question is friend choice at this point. Hey, what the fuck? Who are these guys? I like it. I'm inside. Honestly, a little roasty in here right now. It's a little warm. It's a little warm. Yeah, I it's, still, it's comfortable. I'm still sleeping with the AC on full blast. What? Yeah, dog. You're wild. Emily hates me. You're wilding. <laughs> You're wilding right now. I'm an island boy. <laughs> Dude, that's what fucking Michael Rockefeller is now, bro. He was an He's island an boy. island boy. He's he an is island an island boy. You're right. <laughs> this whole time. <laughs> this, whole, this whole time, Michael Rockefeller is a fucking like, island no, I boy. I forget that cash. I'm an island boy. <laughs> <laughs> That's hysterical. Man. Oh, Harv, we're going to miss you. Yeah, man. I'm like, I'm always used to this. Like, I get used to it and I love it. And then all of a sudden it's gone for a while. A year. I'll be back, guys. Yeah, I know. Don't worry about it. I know. We'll sprinkle some Harv in throughout the year, as usual. Probably sometime before Christmas because we get withdrawals. It's like, man, we can get Harv on us, bitch. Again. Yeah. I know. I know we just did Ominous October, but... Christmas is coming. I want to hear his Krampus stories. Christmas. Merry Chrysler. It's crazy. It's this time of the year already, man. Okay. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) What what are you doing? I'm just hanging. All right. You know what I'm saying? Going in a jacuzzi with basketball shorts. <laughs> oh boy. Oh, it's so fucking stupid. <laughs> it's dumb, dude. It's dumb as hell. Bet you if you That's pinch the them, motherfuckers, you, they cry. What? Bet you if you pinch them, they cry. They might. Honestly, it, it's terrible. Like, those guys are famous now. They're probably making a ton of money right now. Um, just off their social we media. We just saw the, the 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 Tiger King two. That real douchey dude and his like weirdo girlfriend are like filthy rich now. Yeah, they got like, they got like charms and diamonds. 
And Tiger King's like, they're making money off of me. Free my boy Joe Exotic, man. Dude, if Yo, you, you think that pardon shit's gonna be in there? Like with Joe dude, getting they, all excited. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. They showed oh. a picture they showed a picture of Trump. Oh yeah. Oh they did they? I missed that part. Yeah, yeah they showed a little tiny, tiny little snippet of Trump. And he was it. he was doing a normal like And even I was like, <laughs> why was that? Picture of Trump in there, and but then, you're right. It's the it's, it's the, pardon. the pardon. Yeah, yeah it's the pardon. Yo, he had that full ass limo waiting to pick him up, dude. That was great, dude. It would have been, it would have been a fucking skeptical for or a spectacle for sure. Yo, I if, hope. I'm sure we don't get to see him while that that disappointment hits him, but I would love to watch that. <laughs> Sorry, but yeah, that would be so great to watch him just be like realizing, no, nope. I mean, pardon, he's pardon's not coming. He's still got to be raking in cash, though, right? Like, while he's in jail? Is that like is that how that works? Like, I mean, it's his uh, likeness. He's on TV. Right. Like, it don't matter what it you got. Like, going to his estate, at least. Little Wayne. In some did. way, it has to be. Yeah, because, I mean, when Little Wayne was in jail, he was still making money, right? Like, it, so, has, it has to. He has to be making money somehow. I don't right. Know. Especially to pay for a limo to sit outside for 12 hours. That shit ain't cheap. Yeah. Man. We got a wild game coming up November 6th. Yeah. That's next weekend. Yeah. It's exciting. Got that going on. It's going to be fun. Hopefully Crosby's back by then. Interested to see the kid. Hopefully Kirill lights a fire under his ass. He hasn't scored a goal yet, has he? Mm-mm. Six assists, though. Yeah, it's all right, dude. Like I said, Crosby makes his living off of assists, so he can do the same thing, man. He just needs some gunners. Oh. <sighs> Man, I, I don't want it to end, but I mean, we're here. We're here. It is the end. Should we do it? We should do a farewell most sober beer chug for ominous October because it is our favorite time of the year, man. This is it. This most sober beer chug is for Harv for coming in all the time and bringing the fucking the mad notes, as Zach would say. Wah, wah, wah. Cheers, fellas. Thank you, man. Marv, I think you should uh, take us out. Take us out, dude. Here we go. <laughs> yeah, what, what do I say? Um, like, bye or something. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. That's it for the Mostly Sober, Sober Podcast. For Trav, Zach, and myself, Mostly October, we will see you.